You're listening to Courting in Color with your hosts, Shatrice and Louise. Hello, Courting Cuties, and welcome back to another episode of Courting in Color. I'm Shatrice. Hey, y'all. I'm Louise with my audio working correctly this week. Ooh, sounding amazing, honey. I love it. Um, you don't have to tell me because I feel like I just saw you, but tell the cuties what have you been up to since yes. we last recorded or since we last saw each other like 48 hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> I will let you tell the stories of our furniture travel. <gasps> um, I told Tam to ask you about it. She's like, oh, what? No. Yeah, I just, I was like, Tam, just ask Patrice about all the characters we met on our adventures. So many characters. So many characters. From like a young new furniture salesperson to someone who went to a back office that may or may not have existed, Um, a rainstorm, the preacher, yes, the the yes, I yeah, it was the warehouse (laughs) with no air conditioning, like it was a lot. It was like we really went to a lot of stores. Yeah, it was a journey. But since last week, I will say. So guess what I did this morning? I don't know if you saw my Instagram story yet. You're not going to believe something. it. Okay. Or you might believe okay. it. So you bought I woke up- a outfit wholesale. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm still thrifting. Um, yes. <laughs> so I woke up at 4.15 in the morning to stand in line for free oh, coffee I did for see. A I did see. Yeah. at 5 a.m. And did I get the ticket? Yes. You did. Yes. <laughs> Can you tell me? I was, I was like wait what because it was so many yeah tell me the give me the back sure so here's the story (laughs) so cuties picture this so there's a new duncan location that's opening in the city that i live in um there's not that many of them so it's like a big deal so as part of the promotion they were like the first 50 people through the door get free coffee Mm. for a year which you're like okay work especially y'all don't know louise is like the biggest coffee drinker i know which might not be saying a lot but like no, yeah. but yes, I love a good iced coffee. love a good cold brew. I love all the coffee. But then you mm-hmm. dig further and you're like, there's limits. So right, it's right. only like four. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, so it's not every day. So it's basically a coupon book that you get that you oh. get like <laughs> an allotted amount. And mm-hmm. at first I was like, oh, this is like trash. But when I think about it, I was like, okay, how often am I going to go to Dunkin' Donuts realistically if I don't live right next to it? So this was a Dunkin' Donuts. I think I mentioned that. Yeah. So what you when you get the coupon book, like for August, so for next month, I have four coupons that I can use. But the okay. kicker is that it's only at that location and you can't do mobile orders. So you have to like present the coupon in person, which is not the end okay. of the world, but it's like, okay, yeah. now it's a little bit inconvenient to order it. <laughs> But it's close by. But so I really think I would be very surprised if I went there four times a month. But uh-huh. I just wanted to do it just to say I've done yeah. it. Yeah. 415, like, bitch. 415. Sorry, 4-15. I'm like still stuck on that. I'm like, yeah. Hey, so 415 really in the morning. <laughs> what num- do you line. know what number you were? Because you were not first. No, 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 no. I was not first. <laughs> so actually, the kicker is I was actually like in the 60s, but of course they had extras, which uh, I, that's what oh I banked on. Yeah. Which I was like. That. Which I was like, who was the bigger fool? The person who was there first or me? Right. Like, who was the bigger fool? Because uh, I got mine been? anyway. Yeah. Well, I'm like, okay, if you got up at 4.15, I'm assuming everywhere you go is at least within 15 minutes, right? So you get there at maybe like 4.30-ish. So I woke so up. How so how early left? had those people had to have been there? I would have loved to have known. So actually, I got there like 4.45-ish. So I got okay. left here like maybe maybe like 4.30, got there by like 4.45, and there was a line. So I was like actually yeah. like the last five people in line Dang. by the time. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I was like, That's oh, wild. no one's going to show up. Because my yeah, like, no exactly. one's going to show up <laughs> 5 o'clock in the morning. What are, Apparently everyone did. I was like, what the right. fuck? Like, I was like, shocked. This, this gives me very much um, Black Fridays of the 90s. Yes. Early well, we didn't just buy everything online. Oh, totally. And let me I tell you, I have, not, I have not stood a, stood in a line since maybe like March 20. <laughs> when was COVID? March 2019. I think that was the last time I stood in a line that wasn't yeah. for an airplane. I okay. had not stood in a line. So, of course... There was all the characters, you know. So of course I like. So I was. <laughs> you make I, friends with. <laughs> no, when I stand in line, I don't talk to anyone. I just I'm like there. Just don't talk to me. 
and of and there, then the, this white woman showed up and of course i just knew she was gonna be a talker from the way <laughs> she rolled up to the line and of course she makes like she makes like the mom joke the dad joke the parental joke of like well i thought i was gonna be the only one who got up <laughs> And I was like, girl, I was like, fuck. Susan, we all said that when we pulled up. Right, right. But like, it's just, it's the, you ever meet those people and you're like, I know you're looking for the first person to talk to. (laughs) This was Susan. And I was like, dang. (laughs) So I like obliged. And then the girl in Which front I of know me, was like against your like yeah, natural. Like, yeah. And then she like tried to say something to the other. So like she's the type of person that she'll try to bring everyone in her little circle. Yes. Which honestly, when you're waiting in a line, those are the people that help time go by faster. So yes, they do. It was well, like, and I was, was gonna say, I do I do typically engage because I'm like, I'll at least laugh at your jokes. Even if sure, I'm sure. Because I'm like, where else, where else am I gonna go? Right, like, like we're like here. You know, at the end of the day, everyone's like, okay, bye, see you later. Like, you know, the friendship ended. <laughs> 40 minute friendship ended. So, okay. This past week for me has been um interesting. So cuties, this past week, some big highlights were uh heading on down the mountain to go visit Louise in a bajillion furniture stores. <laughs> it was, I mean. Gosh, Furniture Mayhem. I just want to put it out here right now for any cuties who are potentially buying furniture of this episode. Oh my gosh, this episode is going to go out for birthday. Oh my gosh, we're going to have a BDSM episode <gasps> on my <our> birthday. <laughs> Iconic. Iconic. Um, but yes, as of Monday, July 26th, in our years, in our year, what is it, 2021, if you want to purchase a sofa, honey, you need to get on that like, yesterday like three weeks ago and don't assume or uh, or get excited about it because it's not going to come until december january or february (laughs) according to everyone that we talked to last week so yeah so i'm looking for a cute little sectional i've always wanted a sectional i never had enough space or money (laughs) so i've never had one but i have enough space and and all that stuff now but bitch we i mean gosh we sat on so many couches louise (laughs) like from the top to the bottom like we our we our butts sampled and were imprinted into several pieces of fabric and some were really nice and I thought so we went to West Elm first because I thought that was the top tier of furniture in regards to like quality price and things like that so I was like this is the highest one we're gonna go low from there oh but no (laughs) it was it was just a nice little roller coaster of up and downs because in like quality and price and stuff, because we ended up at this like smaller local um, furniture store. The couches, like a lot of them were on sale, but you could see the original price marked out, which I know sometimes that's also like a sales tactic, a right? Tactic, to, like, yeah. to like make it so high. So it's like, oh, look, I'm getting a deal. But those couches were starting in the sixes. Like I've never heard of a 6,000 motherfucking dollar couch. Like I just, what? Like it doesn't, it doesn't even compute and register and that's where miss marty miss marcia was out there giving us her best saleswoman spiels and and tour and we had to sign in when we got it was a very i was like i don't know what in the white america we're doing (laughs) but she um she did the old like the classic let me go ask my manager if i can give you some more money off of this couch she walks back to the you know the back of the store whatever allegedly to the manager and i kid you not i was in the middle of a sentence to louise and i look up and she's walking back I, I feel like I need to find like a sound to like show how quickly she walked through it and walked back because it was it was like she did a small loop. Right. She was like, I'm just going to I'm going to make them believe. And mind you, she came back from her little quote unquote conversation with the manager with only an additional five percent off of like a thirty seven hundred dollar cap. So I'm like, sis, you can't tell me that you did not already have the authority to give me what like. Sure. Right. You know what I mean? Like, come on. But yeah, so it was a time there was a preacher who was trying to get me to like refinance my house or some shit. Like, I was like, this is the ghetto. Well, providing like pastoral care (laughs) for someone, like, 
they were having a counseling session and something happened but then she gave you u-haul <laughs> advice i just like, it was, it was, a, it was lot. a lot it was the a um at that furniture store the shipping was going to cost more than the couches it was just a lot going on so furniture shopping is what we did uh, furniture purchasing did not happen because there was nothing to really purchase in my budget that was available within, I don't know, 2021. So here we are a little bit at square zero. Um, is that what it is? Ground zero, square one. Square there we one. Go. <laughs> no, I'm actually at square zero minus one because this shit is Aww. ridiculous. But no, I will say, even though that was a bus, one, I had a great time in, in your town always um and we went to a little uh b-ball game and it was a cute oh, little vibe right. that was that. Yeah. They had, like pride night it was super cute and i want to be sure to share with you all that i went on my first white <laughs> date <laughs> bum, 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 bum. um a sunday and so like i literally because you know how i am i'm not gonna like if I can help it, I'm not going to rush time with the people that I like know to meet someone I don't know. And yeah. so we were we were originally supposed to go out on Saturday afternoon. And then I was like, oh, crap, like I'm going to be out of town. Can we do Sunday? And he was like, oh, yeah. I was like, great. And then by Saturday night after the tragedy that was sofa searching, I was like, I just can't like and it was like a thunderstorm. I was like, I'm not coming home today. So I was like, could we do Sunday evening? Um, and he was like, oh, you yeah. You gave him a totally time frame. Fine. You gave yes, him a time I was frame. Like, we, I mean, truly, it was just a dinner day. And so, yeah, like, we just, you know, talked, chatted it up. The, what I didn't know is that the restaurant closed at 9. And we realized the restaurant closed at 9 oh. at, like, 940. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Because the, <laughs> the manager came out. But no one was saying anything. And the manager came out. And I was like, oh, my gosh, y'all are probably closing, right? He's like, oh, no, you're fine. You're good. And I was like, oh, okay, they must close at 10. And then, like, he looked it up. He's like, no, they, they've been closed for 40 minutes. I was like, oh, Aww. shit. And so, but, you know, we were just talking. We were talking about, like, our experiences on the dating apps and things like that. And, and when we walked out of the restaurant 40 minutes after they closed, <laughs> we hugged. <laughs> we were like, <laughs> womp, womp, womp. First of all, I'm not ready to kiss a white right. person. Second of all, actually, the first thing he told me was that he's half Mexican. So I knew. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> Plot. My, well, I mean, still white, white right? was a half white day. Yeah, yes, I, was like, I was multiracial like, white. Mm, multiracial white. Um, and certainly like from, you know, from a distance, spicy honestly, white. from up close. <laughs> spicy white. Okay, Louise said it and Louise is Mexican. So I'm sure. <laughs> the spicy white. Um, oh, my gosh. Can that? Okay. That's like a good name. No. Yeah, spicy white. Yeah, okay, nice. okay, spicy white. Um, I was like, that's quite clever. Spicy white. Official spicy white. Um, and so we we did like a little hug because I always have a fucking to go box in my mm-hmm. hand. Well, like are you? Little... No, you're not anti kissing on the first date, are you? I'm. So okay, great question. I'm not anti kissing on the first date. However, I've gotten to a point where I'm very okay not kissing. Like I'm, I'm okay. like yeah, I don't same, even same, necessarily same. look forward like i'm Same. not gonna set up a situation I'm a um, if it happens I will right well and i only really i only really hugged and and tr- truly i was okay with like a little one hand hug situation yeah excuse me i only hugged to like make sure i was like communicating like interest, interest. like you know what i mean like i didn't want him to think that like but just turn right? <laughs> yeah thanks for dinner um but because I, I i couldn't tell like i Felt like maybe he was trying to do like a little hug when we first like, and I was like, all right, let's go inside. <laughs> let's go. Oh, I'm hungry. the same way. I'm I was the like, same I don't, way. I don't know what to yeah. do. Yeah. So yeah. So we didn't that, we didn't kiss, but you know, okay. he did after the hug. He was like, okay, like, do you want to hang out again? Blah, blah, blah. I said, okay, you better ask me out for a second date on the on the first, first date. date. And wow. I like I was like he he must have listened to Louise's words of wisdom um, somewhere in there because I feel like that's what you're supposed to do. And honestly, I was like, Shatrice, don't start doing a whole like dating black guys is like this, dating other people is yeah, like yeah. this. Because obviously, you know, nothing's universal. But I was like, wow, the only thing it that's is, universal is their bullshit. 
<laughs> Save that for a sound clip because, honey, you're absolutely correct. So one final thing is that I discovered that I really do like Hinge, um, even though me and Spicy we White playing, didn't yeah. meet on Hinge, but like Louise and I were playing around with Hinge, which is actually helpful because of course I discovered more things because you were asking questions that I didn't know the answers to. And I was like, I don't know. Um, and so I finally figured out like literally, I think it was maybe just this past weekend. It had to have been. I don't think I'd really t- paid much attention to it beforehand because I was just like, ah, like this is different. Like, I don't know what's happening. Um, and Hinge does require that you, the purpose is that you the or the point of it all is that you take a little bit more energy and effort to like start the conversations and so that was the that was also part of the reason why I hadn't been using it because I was like oh sometimes I like to swipe 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 like when I'm just like whatever and I'll get back to it but they're like no you need to do the part where you get back to it first which I can like totally respect as an app or from an app and so yeah I had 34 messages stacked up from whenever I downloaded it like I think it was maybe before we went to Philly um I I know I haven't had it for that long but anyway so I had to get back to the boys but yeah I've just been having really good conversations with guys on there and especially like I know and especially it was like this weekend and so I'm like okay weekends are probably obviously when people have more time because it did kind of like dry up a little bit um during the week which I'm like you know that's totally fair but a bitch has been like I don't know I've just not been sleeping regularly so I'm just like like on the apps whatever are you telling them it's your birthday so they can like treat you hardcore well I you (laughs) I cackled at myself earlier because I was like I'm actually kind of surprised that I haven't started announcing in random conversations with random people that my birthday's yeah. coming up. <laughs> but I guess, you know, hashtag working from home. I won't be telling anybody from this point forward. And honestly, even retroactively for the next week, I'm like, oh yeah, well, you know, I just celebrated my birthday. So I still want the happy birthdays mm-hmm. for the next, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. few days. <laughs> happy birthdays. <laughs> you make that up? No. I just said for the last net the few last few days, but yeah, I love happy that. Happy birthday. Yeah. Happy look at us. Yes. Okay, write, yes. this, write this down. Happy, so, happy birthday, birthday to me. Okay, I love that. Let's move on. Oh wow. <laughs> yes. Cemented here. We're amazing people. Me moment. Have you had one? <laughs> Do you need uh, one? I so I will say I think the last 48 hours maybe the last 24 hours have been I think like me moment has been just being like in community with people um and just kind of being like okay everyone's going through similar shit right now um in terms of just the future in terms of what they want to see out of life um and so that's really cool to be a part of um so I will say benefit to waking up this morning. So here's the thing. When I tell you I've been trying for the last four weeks to wake up early and go to the gym, I went to the gym today. I needed the donuts to motivate me to go back to the gym. Whatever you need, ho, to be inspired, to be motivated. If it's donuts, like, if it's coffee. I'm up. Like, it. might as well go yes! to the gym. Yes. So Good for you. So that was, wait, that was nice. Yes, you did. Yes. I did. Yes, That's I did. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, so wait. I think- <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Well, let me tell you what my knee moment was this week. Quite the opposite of a gym, but I am sitting here sweaty because um house stuff, of course. But my knee moment for this week was me purchasing bottles of wine in anticipation of my wine cooler being installed. And so I put um four bottles of wine and a bottle of Bacardi. <laughs> in my wine that's all you need the bitch needs her rum okay um and so i'm super like i literally feel so adult we got to shout out some fabulous people for the culture this week um mostly no all black women louise take it away (laughs) yes so our shout out for the culture this week uh section one is uh (laughs) black women on the cover so yes. cuties, if you haven't heard, um, Sports Illustrated released their, I think it's an annual, um, like swimsuit swim cover. Edition. Yeah. Their yeah. swimsuit edition made very mm-hmm. famous by like, I think made famous by Tyra Banks. Like I think she was the first black woman 
black woman oh, on the Sports Illustrated cover. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like there's a very much an iconic photo of her um, in a Sports Illustrated swimsuit. So we have mm-hmm. not only uh, one, wait, I think, is it, is Lena Blue? It's three. Black? I forgot. Uh, three. Okay. Oh, I don't know. We have three, three black women. Let me check. But <laughs> anyway, women of color, black women on Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover. So if you have not seen Megan The Stallion, um, Naomi Osaka, who's the first Haitian and Japanese woman on the cover. And then Lena Bloom is the first trans model, openly trans model um, on the cover, woman of color. So yes. black women on the cover. So that is black super, super great. Um, I love it. I love it. Um, yes. Oh, her, next- um, oh, her cover looks good. Lena. Yes. I'm looking at Lena's. Yeah. Lena Bloom's. Yes. Also, as well, a couple of weeks ago, we had Simone Biles. Um, oh, yes. On the cover of the Wall Street Journal, WSJ, where <laughs> she looks so good in kind of like business professional clothing. I thought she looked hot. I was like, oh, she like just like the aesthetic. Like, I think she's very gorgeous. And so um, Simone Biles was on the cover, which was fantastic because. I think it was for Vogue. She got like totally shot on for the cover. It was just horrible lighting, like horrible photography. And so it yeah, was Yeah, I was wonderful. like, it wasn't the most. It was not flattering. She looked dead. Flattering like she stuff. really looked, <laughs> she looked dead. Dead, like, a without, not all those damn muscles. Yeah. Um, like a little, like a little but yeah, not tingy. great. Yeah, she's not. Oh, look- you're like. You're talking about her in this black little Chanel looking suit situation in her yes, little buttons. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a close up. Yeah, she looks so 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 good. So Grace under yeah. pressure. Yeah, wasn't that a TV show? So black women on the cover. Our yes. next section is black women <laughs> on the move. Right, black women in fashion. Yeah, slash black women caught from behind, like our <laughs> photograph from behind. Um, <laughs> Because I feel like black women caught from behind is probably something else. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that sounds like a little. Uh. Um, so uh, if y'all have not heard the story of, um, and I'm so sorry if I'm butchering your name, but uh, Nanga Awasam, um, who is an mm-hmm. African model living in New York, was just, you know, walking down the street singing do a diddy did he do as a model um, does as a model does when who should come by but one of the hadid sisters i'm assuming on a bus um <laughs> and as nanga was walking with her back towards whatever vehicle i think it was i think it was Gigi hadid um yeah or i think it was Gigi. Or is it Gigi Bella? was it Bella, and you said Gigi was the one who gave her one of the hadid sisters one of the hadid but sisters also, i'm like they're so rich. Why were they riding a bus? But that's beyond. That's yeah, it just it looked it looked like they were <laughs> really high up, bus. right? Like a tour it did, bus or it something. Did. Yeah. yeah, it looked yeah. like they were high up. But anyway, they caught um they caught fo- slash photographed uh Miss Awesome from behind and just like shouted her out on one of her stories. So this tweet blew up all over Twitter, which resulted in Gigi Hadid like commenting and then kind of had a little bit of a Twitter exchange. And so, you know, Nanga's out here doing interviews. Uh, she has started conversations with agencies and different photographers. So, I mean, her life's changed. She's out here doing all, she's on the press circuit. She's on the news circuit. So and let this be a lesson to us all to remember to get our steps in. <laughs> Cause I'm like, damn, I need to walk more. So someone can discover me. Right. Also, I guess I need to follow more celebrities. Also, I guess I probably should move to a real city, but <laughs> Well, wonderful. So I'm excited for our continued conversation today. Um, Last week, we gave the cuties a little bit of foreplay um, Mm -hmm. and we did our little cue cards or flashcard game. And this week, we're going to we're going to dive all the way in head first, toes first, perhaps into this BDSM topic of conversation. And I don't know why I started saying it like that, (laughs) but here we are. Right. M. <laughs> yes. So let's go take a water break and we'll be right back with today's main topic. So what does BDSM actually stand for? Like the full? Yeah, because it's way more words than I thought. <laughs> does S stand for sex? No. I think that's like implied. Uh, M machine. You were close. <laughs> machine. B bondage. 
D for bondage. bondage. Ding, ding, ding. That's one. D for derriere. <laughs> it should be, but no, there's two options. Or there's, okay. there's two words, but. Bondage. Is it actions or is it like items? Um, They're nouns um, and. Discipline. Yes, 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 yes. Bondage, yes. discipline. Oh, I don't, slave play is an interesting term, but I'm just going to say yes. I mean, slave. but basically that is, I mean, we'll say submission, but like. Oh, submission. Okay, so bondage. Yeah. What is it? Fuck, what was the D? Bondage. So I'll just say bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadism, and masochism. Gotcha. Those okay. are the one, two, three, four, five, six words or five words, no, six words um, that BDSM stands for. And so just according to these, if y'all are trying to figure this out, like me and Louise are. So bondage, according to WebMD, because, you know, we go where the medical professionals are. Um, and they say that BDSM is a term used to describe aspects of sex that involve dominant submission and control. Um, the practice typically involves one per- partner taking on a more dominant role during sex while the other one is more submissive. The acronym BDSM can be divided into these categories, um, which are what we just named. So bondage is restricting a partner's freedom of movement, for example, ropes, handcuffs, other restraints. Discipline is agreed upon rules and punishments for a dominant partner to exert control over a submissive partner. I'm very, I'm not like literally triggered, but like, geez, Louise, like these words, I'm like, this is very intense. Um, So maybe trigger warning. I apologize for not saying that earlier. Um, Dominance, the act of showing dominance over a physical partner, either during sex or outside of the bedroom, submission, the act of showing submission to the dominant partner's actions and wishes, sadism and masochism or sadomasochism (laughs) is the pleasure that a partner may feel from either inflicting pain, sadism, or receiving pain, masochism, either physically, physically or emotionally. Bitch. It's so much. That's a lot. That's a lot. I truly, so question. Is Read it, that before. <laughs> right. Let's take God a moment to take it in. So Ooh. is it, is it kind of, is there a reason why there it's in pairs? So it's like bondage and discipline, comma, dominance and submission, comma, sada, sadism. Like when, when you spell No, bondage BDSM, and discipline aren't together. Are like one. So they're like but a pair. Dominance and submission are, and then sadism and masochism. Oh, gotcha. And, the, okay. and bondage is, you know. You could, in theory, gotcha. say bondage okay, okay. part, but it's, yeah. I didn't know if it was supposed to be, like, a binary, like, one thing. Is oh, one yeah, no. no gotcha. I don't think it has to be, but it certainly yeah. can be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, su- this is weird to say, but, like, I'm not surprised, right? If you told me to, like, define some of these, I'm like, oh, this, I've heard of this, right? Like, I've yes. heard. I, but I think, I like, especially discipline, uh, agreed upon rules <laughs> and punishment. I was like, punishment? <laughs> right. Which... You know, excuse, you know, I, yes. So I am not surprised about any of these. I mean, I, I think, think what, go ahead. I was really, I know we're, we'll talk about the test, but I, I guess what I kind of sometimes forget for a lot of BDSM is also there's pleasure, right? Like pleasure is at the core of it. Um, and yes. pleasure is felt in different ways, right? It's not. Yes, literally. It doesn't look like, right. It doesn't look like one particular way. And BDSM is a, is a, it's weird to call it a framework, but it's, look at me being a scholar, but it, it's, a, it's, it's a different way to think about pleasure. Absolutely, absolutely. Let me say this now. Um, certainly we are not here to kink shame. Like if you are into it, actually, I, I didn't put a question out because I was like, I feel like, I mean, okay, let me ask you this, Louise. Do you feel like BDSM is like taboo, generally speaking? Like to talk oh, about, yeah, to like definitely. discuss? Okay, I was yes, like, even though- definitely. I, I'm like, I'm comfortable as I was literally cringing, describing the words, but um, yeah, it's still like something that like, isn't just talked about. Cause I was going to put a question out there for the cuties, but I was like, let's just like ease the cuties into it by leading sure. by example and talking about it first. Um, because I, so what I realized in my last little hookup um, last week was that I, I was like, oh, I do certainly like some BDSM type activities. Mm-hmm. It's just, I think when I, I never think of it. One, I never think of it as BDSM. I'm just like, oh, I just like my ass getting smacked. Like what? Oh, that's BDSM. Oh, okay. Um, but like, if I 
categorize, if I put it in this whole BDSM umbrella, I'm like, oh, no, like, that's all too much. And I'm like, there definitely are like some things that I like to do. And honestly, as you know, much of a Leo, I guess I, as I am in most parts of life, sex is one area where I'm like, like I need someone else to like take control, mm-hmm. take the front seat, or at least to initiate it. Um, because when I was taking the quiz, which we'll get to, I truly just felt uncomfortable at the idea of someone taking control over me. Like right. that, like that is too much. Um, and so I don't know that I, you know, lean all the way that way, but I'm certainly not the most dominant person in the boudoir, if that makes sense. Oh, yes. No, totally. I agree. I mean, I think, yes, you're right. Like, we are not here to kink shame. And honestly, like, we, we, like you and I are learning to just talk more about it, right? Because we don't Mm -hmm. talk about it. Um, Yeah. And like, I, I honestly, even before today, really did not know what it stood for. I could tell you what it was, (laughs) but I couldn't even tell you like what it stood for. Um, I would love, I mean, I I would love to have like a conversation, especially with like, I know, um, like a dominatrix. Yeah. Like a black dominatrix or someone who is in the BDSM community. I don't know if it's community or communities, but BDSM community, who's like a person of color. Um, because I think so much of this, I always, I always has not hesitate. What I don't know, what I'm unaware of is like where the terms within BDSM comes from, because Mm -hmm. sometimes a lot of like this like Mm. subculture stuff is created by white people Mm -hmm. right so like how much of this like how much is whiteness infused into bdsm well and i think that's part of what gets me feeling a little heebie-jeebie about it is because like the terms and like uh we'll we'll get into like our results of the test and let me tell you something honey slave play was definitely not in my top five but like oh that was a category i didn't even see that yeah and I I'm like because yeah I just went through to see like because it's kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like Clifton Strings like how you have 34 but we really only talk about the, the top. <laughs> and like a lot of them at the bottom were just like zero percent oh, like, oh I, I see know, that I don't okay yeah. yeah yeah and and so when I think of BDSM generally speaking I'm like oh I'm like yeah sure like get some you know tie them up with the handcuffs and whatever but then when you look at these terms it's like slave and master and like that to me like actually, so you said you watch Bubblegum, right? <laughs> yeah, it's Holt. been a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember when they basically did slave play? It was like, yeah, literally. Like I was like, oh no, and it was like that show stars a black woman and she was dating a white man. I was like, never. Like I can't. There's no world where I could pretend. Like I, I just yeah. that makes me so incredibly. Um, uncomfortable honestly but not all of it does just that that really does but yes okay let's let's get into this uh test that we've alluded to so louise and i took a bdsm personality test more or less um on bdsmtest.org you can literally go take it right now um pause the pod go take it join us back so you can know about more of these terms and so there are i didn't count I'm going to say about 20-ish, 25, maybe. 20, 25, yeah. Thank you. I was like, I'm not about to count. Um, There's like 25, I guess, what did you say? Like subcategories maybe? Or like results roles yeah. or results or pleasure types? Person- we'll say BDSM personality types that you can uh-huh. fit in. And they basically ask you a whole bunch of questions like any other personality test. Excuse me. And for this one, they rank you. Um, They rank them from like, the top to the green down to the yellow down to the red and so <laughs> i will say i have more reds <laughs> Ooh, but okay. you know, but you what's know, your oh what's your can i ask you what's your uh the one at the bottom the last one what's your uh, the, last one let's see oh it's actually we'll see here's the thing my last four are zero um okay. but age player put, they put that oh that's they put age player at the last one and just so y'all know um cuties age players like to play like to play with age as part of their kink so they typically take on a much younger or much older age than they actually are or preferring or prefer playing with a partner that does so um and so this could be like oh yes attributes and behaviors include like using pacifiers and coloring books and speaking more childlike and things like that and 
yeah for me that is a no um but right above that which is also at zero percent was degrady that to me is like i mean mm. that feels to me between that and slave are like the low like i it's just so low um so degradies like to be degraded go figure and humiliated by their play partners either by being acted upon in a degrading way or by being forced to do things they consider degrading. Degradies typically pair up with degraders. And so to your question earlier, Louise, like a lot of these are kind of binary. Like there's um, mm-hmm. kind of a, a two-person role play at the like base level, but a lot right. of these could be with multiple people. But anyway, so a degrade E would match with a degrader. So that way one could degrade a person and one could be degraded. And again, truly, mm. Someone's into it, and I'm sure, like, like you said, like they receive pleasure from this, and we all receive mm-hmm. pleasure differently. And you could and that's be, just not one way that I can. And you could be multiple of these things, right? Like you can be oh, yeah. a couple of these things all at once. Like you're not. Yes. What is it? Identity is fluid. You're not tied into one identity. Absolutely not. And who knows? Like if I would have taken this test, you know, ten years ago. Well. Pfft. 10 years ago, I was 20, so I hadn't had Let's take it every sex. year and we'll see it and see. Well, actually, because yeah. did you did you notice in the sign up they asked you if you wanted to create a login so you could see your growth or something like that? Oh, I missed that. And I was like, no, Yeah, you could like register. No, I was like, just let me. <laughs> I will take, take I will actually back. I'll have the screenshot. We'll put it up. Right. Like time. we'll we'll hold on to our own archives. Thank you very yes. much. BDSMtest.org. Um, okay, so what are your top five? Just list them and then we'll okay. go back. Uh, so I'll start, do you want me to start high to low or low to high? Or like five, start at five or start at um, one? Start at five, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, let me count. One, two, three, I know, I was like, so, wait, let me see what number five So number five, okay. So coming in at number five, <laughs> Rope Bunny. Oh, okay. Coming in at number four, Brat. Not to be confused with Dove Rat. <laughs> or Bratz Dolls. <laughs> or Bratz Dolls. Number three. Wait, I'm doing math right. Yes, yes. Yes. Coming in at number three, Submissive. Mm-hmm. Coming in at number two, Vanilla. Mm-hmm. Coming in at number one, The Big Reveal. Dun, 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 dun. The Voyeur. So first of all, I don't know why. I was just like, me and Louise are going to have the same top five BDF. <laughs> Listen, we're very similar in a lot of ways, but I think we we owe it ourselves to be a little different sometimes. Sure. And some of those, um, I do have some of those, but not all of them. (laughs) Actually, your top three are similar. Right. Okay. So let me just give y'all my top five. Coming in at number five, Vanilla. Number four, Voyeur. Number three, Experimentalist. Number- Ooh, wait, wait. Where's the Experimentalist for me? Somewhere that it's in the top ten. It's in the top. 10. Okay, number two, exhibitionalist, exhibitionist, <laughs> exhibitionist, and then number one is switch. Not to be oh, confused with the thing that you. kids get spanked with. <laughs> you or the or the game console or the game console. <laughs> you better put that on your bio now. Be a switch. I've seen people put that on their bio sometimes. They'll be like, <laughs> and I actually did not know what that meant. I was like, I think I, I was knew like, what I would have known. Meant. I think I knew what it meant, but then I actually love that when you take this test, they have the more info. Because I'm like, oh, yes, yes. And, and so, okay, let's go back to you and give, let's give, give us a, a couple of definitions of what those mean. What's your number five again? Uh, a bunny. Rope, it was something a with a bunny. bunny. Yeah. I, okay, bunny. what the fuck is <laughs> That's in my <laughs> orange. <laughs> I, you know, I do love a good bunny. Okay, so rope bunny likes to be tied up and restrained using rope and or attributes. Chains, cuffs, spreader bars. Okay, I know what those are, uh-huh. etc. <laughs> Whether for sexual enhancement, for art, me, or just for fun, <laughs> they enjoy being totally at the mercy of their partner. <laughs> yep. Rope um, bunny, oh, rope bunnies typically pair with riggers, which was a new term for me, I did not know. Oh, okay, that's were. right. I'm guessing the riggers are the people who rig up the chains and the cuffs and the things. Yes, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, they like to tie it up. So again, a lot of these kind of go to two. I will say my, I'm 3% more rigger than I am rope buddy. <laughs> Love it. Now, okay. So have you, I, that was so, like, Louis, that's truly so interesting. Like, so do you like, is this like a part of your experience or you're like, or is this more stuff that you're like willing to do or stuff that you really do enjoy? 
willing to do it. I've never done it. So willing yeah. to do it. Yeah. I was like, oh, you better yeah. get tied up. Okay. Well, you know, let's hope the right people are listening. <laughs> um, oh, you know, I'll, I'll report back next week. <laughs> okay. What was your number four? Uh, what is it? Brat, which I actually did not read the definition. What does that mean? Yeah, tell it. Brats are, in essence, naughty submissives. They mm-hmm. find disobedience a form of playfulness <laughs> rather than letting their dominant partner down yeah. and mm-hmm. require a compatible dominant who will not only teach them a lesson, but also accept that any number of lessons might still not necessarily change this behavior. Brats typically pair up with brat tamers. And I can see that. I I have no idea. It's not even on here. I oh, no, love it is on the- there. Is, I yeah. love the term naughty submissive. submissive. Like, right, because it's because it's like, oh, I'm like giving you control, but like not you're wink, wink, not about. really. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. I can appreciate that. Okay, yeah. number three. Uh submissive. Okay. That so submissives like six. to yeah. Submissives like to follow, like to give the control away to their partner, like to have it forcefully taken from them. Some are submissive only in the bedroom. Others are submissive throughout mm. their daily life as well, usually mm-hmm. with limitations. Unlike the bottom roles, receiving pain, bondage, degradation, being submissive is more about who decides what happens and takes the responsibility that comes with it than about mm-hmm. the content of what happens. Submissives mm-hmm. typically pair up with dominance. Yes, yes. Because, you know, two submissives, I'm like, would anything ever get done? Um, <laughs> but yes, I like the part where they're, where they say being a submissive is more about who decides what happens. And I'm like, yeah. yes, okay. And that way I can definitely be submissive. Um, but I also thought it was interesting. And I think that was in like the web MD, uh, explanation of BDSM as well is the fact that it can be, these roles can't exist outside of the bedroom. Right. Like I, I feel <laughs> yes, like yes, when yes. you have sex, like as an umbrella, BDSM is under that. Right. But it's like, Oh no, BDSM can actually be removed out from the just sex category. And it can be like a full blown, like life situation. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's, that's fucking commitment. That's what I'll say about that. That is commitment to be able to like truly do these roles. Like all day every day like I would be very tired I'm just generally a tired person (laughs) wouldn't have the stamina but I can appreciate those who do okay what's your number two vanilla not to be confused with vanilla ice (laughs) vanilla people or or milli vanilli or look vanilla people enjoy regular regular my add-on standard sex and relationship models nothing wrong with that as long as you're having fun Vanillas typically pair up with other vanillas. Oh, okay, well, in this situation, if two vanillas walk into a bar, they can't (laughs) get together. And that was my number five. So, yeah, sometimes you just, you know, the regular degula is all we need. We don't need to be doing flips and trips every time. And what was your Uh, number one? Voyeurs. And voyeurs enjoy watching the nakedness or sexual activity of other people consensually, of course. Voyeurs typically pair up with exhibitionists. Oh, so I just found it so interesting that that's your number one. That's my number four. And Uh, I thought it would be a little bit higher, but I understand why Switch was number one because I'm just generally indecisive. So I'm like, when they're like, oh, you can do this or that. And I'm like, yes, let's have, let's not have like an option here. Let's have a a buffet, an assortment of- of Let's do all of it. Yes. And so- And you know, now I'm looking, I'm looking forward to you updating your, uh, what's called OkCupid bio to say I'm a- Hi, my name is Shatrice. I'm a power bottom switch. I just want that. Uh, Demona, if you're listening, would you suggest that I um, include my switch exhibitionist, experimentalist, and voyeur and vanilla identities? (laughs) I just would be very curious to see if like, what type of like, would anyone notice? Would anyone care? Like, because I would say, you know, 70% of the guys don't read um, anything that's in the bio. But for the 30% that do, I think it would strike a very interesting conversation. And honestly, yeah. I could definitely see myself pulling this into conversation, even if I don't put it on the actual. Yes. 
detail. But let me tell you something. The first figurative encounter that I had with voyeurism was, of course, when I went to Amsterdam. <laughs> and like sex is literally oh. everywhere, red like district and things like that. I wasn't going to, you know, go pay for sex or whatever, but I would be willing to pay for a sex show. And I never knew that was a thing until I was in Amsterdam. So they're like, you can go down the red, you can go down to the red light district and have sex, or you can go to a sex show and watch people have sex. And I'm like, I was like, that to me sounds so fucking cool. But I was like, I really only want to go with someone I could then have sex with after because I feel like I'd be very turned on. (laughs) It would be live porn. It's just, I mean. (laughs) Right there, we, you know, it's within, within distance. I didn't even have to type anything on porn. (laughs) 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 Yes. So Um, yeah, I, I I just was like, oh yeah, I would uh, totally do that. Like I'm very like, okay with that. I haven't had, I haven't had, it's interesting that for me, Boyer is number one. Because I was like, I haven't been to like a, so I haven't been to a sex show. Uh, I've only been to like a, what's it called? Like a uh, strip club with just like men. Mm-hmm. Um, men were stripping or women were stripping? Or men women. were stripping. Uh, so that was fun. It was right next to a strip club with women who were stripping. Oh, I was like, I kind of thought, Right. It was like next to, separate. So I was like, can I, I was like, how do I, I want both. Separate like, but equal. Put them together. Right, right. I was like, I want both. <laughs> Um, so that was it. And that, that is kind of fun. I but I think like voyeurism. that is like voyeurism because you're seeing it. But I, when I think yeah. of voyeurism, I think of like what you're kind of like talking about, like you're seeing some kind of like sexual act or, yeah. or like all that stuff. I think part of it is like, just, I'm like a nervous person. Right. So I'm like, oh my God. Like, I'm just, let me just, <laughs> let me just walk, you know, let me just be behind the scenes. Like, touch just, each other. Let me just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, so of course I could talk this big game, right? Like I haven't done it yet, but I so want to. And actually, um, when I was dating this guy, when I used to live in Ohio, we learned possibly by the news, which means maybe something shady was going down. But apparently in like the next bigger city, there was a sex club. And I remember getting so pumped about it. I was like, literally, I like, let's go. Like if we're still together for my birthday, spoiler we weren't but like I was like I would actually like like a partner to take me to a sex club as a gift or just you know a random ass weekend um because they were like so for that club it was like no phones and stuff allowed which duh um and I what I pictured based off their description was like there were maybe like little small rooms that you could go have Mm -hmm. sex in and so then you could either leave the window up so people could watch or you could leave the door unlocked so people could come in. And I, I would not, like if I was doing it or watching, I wouldn't leave the door unlocked, but I would definitely be like, ooh, let me come. Let me see what y'all doing. Like, I don't know what. <laughs> Can you do that move again? I want to <laughs> take notes. Like, yeah, I mean, I, you, I guess you can't have anything on you. Right, like yeah. I, <laughs> maybe they will allow, you know, an old school a notepad and pencils <laughs> 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 like, remember what they're doing. But I was like, that to me, it's the coolest thing. I can't believe they have that in America. So I oh, know, yeah. like, I know yeah, there has to be more. Oh yeah, especially like in the, um, there's gay sex clubs and what's it called? Not uh, bathhouses and those types. Of People things. have sex in a bathhouse. Yes. Oh, because I was like, I yeah. thought you just take a bath in a bathhouse. Which no. Mean- yeah. <laughs> Again, I think it's more like sexual. Right, right. I think it's like more sexual. I've never been in one. I've always wanted to go. Remember, there was one when we did that trip to Charlotte. There was one. Bathhouse? Yeah, I was like, I think it's a bathhouse. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. And, and if you did, I probably was just thinking like, oh, like, I go take baths. baths. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <so laughs> like, yes, yes. The Roman baths. Like, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, I've never been, I've never been in one. I'm also very curious. Like, I'm just, I'm very just like a naturally curious person. Same. I'm like a nervous reconciler. You have, it seems like you have a little bit more excitement than I do. I would just be so nervous. I'm like, do I look? Do I not look? Like, <laughs> I I walk in there and just be like right well and I I like to know the rule I realize this about myself I like to know the rules when I enter a space right like how sure. do, I do, do I say hi do I not say hi like oh you mean like, like the social rules okay kind of like I was the like they have rules, rules social, but not necessarily like social rules like social cues yeah sometimes for me like especially when I enter a new place I get so overwhelmed yeah I've had someone who was like here's what you do or like who went with mm-hmm. like, like mm-hmm. a like a person but yeah I yeah I a sex club buddy yes 
let me know let us know because yeah I don't so for all of this excitement maybe with the exception of like a sex show where it's more like a theater and I can like sit and have a little uh-huh. popcorn I could do that by myself I think but like a sex club I would feel extremely uncomfortable and honestly like it would be like as a woman like I would just feel like uncomfortable being by myself because like what right like what are the can you just touch anybody who's in here like I don't right. know that I want to be like fondle like obviously consent I would hope would be a major part of that experience but you know how people are but okay so that's voyeurism which is your number one my number four and voyeurs voyeurs typically um pair it with exhibitionists which mm-hmm. is my number two and so <gasps> Yeah. And so as much as I'm excited about like watching people do it in public, because that is so fascinating to me, I too would be be willing to be watched. Like, I think that is very, like, there's something to me that's very freeing about that. Like, bitch, when I tell you as soon as I get an outdoor rug on my balcony, (laughs) I will be laying out there. Like, I'm like, my, my patio furniture came in the other day and I'm just like, ooh, honey, can't wait to set you up. Not for the sex specifically, but mm-hmm. perhaps that will be a part of this. Uh, TVD on the uh, sexual activity <laughs> that might take place on the deck. I will say, I know it can, my deck can carry like um, stationary weight, but then I'm like, oh gosh, if you start rocking the oh, boat, right. that might be. And when the boat is a rocking, right. we do come a knocking. We will come a knocking because my ass will be in the back of a, uh, an ambulance. But we'll test. We'll figure out how to test the waters and be, you know, whatever. But yeah, and and I would do it. So I would only do it on my current balcony because I literally am on an acre of land and like no one could. See. So I like. Like, like if I live next to a house with children or something, like, obviously I like, I wouldn't do, like, I'm not trying to be seeing my children, but from my balcony, there's car, like, there's the main road. And so I'm like, Ooh, it like, someone could in theory see me, but they probably would only catch like a glimpse. Right, a glimpse. <laughs> they're like, was that? Right. No. Exactly. Like I'll leave people saying, was that? And because they're going like 55 miles an hour. So there's no way they could like fully get abused. So I'm like, Ooh, like it it creeps a little bit into that but then still like allows me to kind of be semi-private so yes fun fact I guess about me cutie <laughs> we now Boy. know Shatrice is an exit wait was that exhibition is your number one or it was my number two which number was two. very um interesting so my number one was switch and so that might be like we said not like the game console but which is like too well switch <laughs> always taking a dominant or top position is not for them neither is always taking a submissive or bottom position some prefer to switch with the part with the same partner or partners others have dominant play partners and submissive play partners but in either case they do not fit into one end point of the spectrum switches typically pair up with other switches so you know I'm here for my switches um who want to try a little bit of each role like they like to taste they're at the um um the frozen yogurt place and they're getting hella toppings that is me <laughs> person and apparently Aww. in the boudoir <laughs> I'm like yeah let me just try this because like I don't like to get stuck in sexual roles and ruts which I think I have which is it's only taken me what however many years to figure out that that's what was happening but yeah I'm like I'll switch it up. I'll spank your ass daddy call me mama like, <laughs> <laughs> right well I mean like what is it what's it called spice is the flavor of life or well the spice of life. it's variety is the spice of life um, that, <laughs> oh so that works that yes, yes variety, that still works yes. here <laughs> spice is also the spice of life. I was trying to, I was trying to look up um I don't know if in the sweetie song in a sweetie song she uses the word switch or the word sick so I was like looking up the lyrics because I'm mm-hmm. like oh my gosh is sweetie a switch <gasps> is she is that what she says or is no I'm like trying to look it up hold on <laughs> Well, because because I was like, what song says simp? There's also something. oh, okay. Now she so she does use the word switch, but not in the way of BDS. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah. the line is okay. I'm oh, well. So the line is, we could switch. I could be the nine, and you can be the six. So, Maybe that was her secret little way of telling us. <laughs> She's a switch, sweetie. If you're listening, let us know if that was code, girl. <laughs> but yes, okay. So cuties, look. 
we have taken this test, like I said, at bdsmtest.org. If you are interested in- Sponsor us, bdsmtest.org. If you are looking to know what your um, comfort levels might be, or um, if you're looking to kind of think more about what you want to try in the boudoir, I think this is definitely a good way to look at it. And like I said before, I think some, there are definitely like some, there's so, some other words that are in here are like, we talked about vanilla, submissive, mm-hmm. primal, prey, non-monogamous, rigor, rope bunny, sadist, brat, master, mistress, primal, masochist, owner, brat, tamer, mommy, daddy, slave, degrader, pet, boy, girl, degrady, age player. So there's a lot in there. And I think mm-hmm. within each of those subcategories, I could see any any person being like on a spectrum it's like well I don't want to be degraded like in this way but I maybe can take degradation to this far or something like that so you might not be the most extreme version of any of these but I say take the test and see where you fall take the test with your partners and see where they fall and see if that can see if that variety can spice your sex life there we go Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) ding Ding. Luis any final thoughts for the cuties on you know, our new words of the day, as well as our BDSM <laughs> right. results. Word, words of the pod. Um, words of the pod, yes. Yeah, no final test. I, I really do think even just going through the questions. So I mm-hmm. don't always like Likert scale questions because I'm like, oh, is this my, my four, my five? Like what, mm-hmm. what is the difference? But mm-hmm. for me, what I like to pay attention to is the ones where I'm definitely like on either end of the spectrum. Like I think oh, those are really interesting, right? So for me, mm-hmm. when I when I like now look at my results, I'm like, oh, this actually does match up. Maybe some of the ones in the middle, right? Might be a little bit off, but mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, it was, it was really interesting. And I will say, I thought I would, maybe I thought I would, rank higher in others but to what you're saying I wonder if I had taken this test three or four years ago sure like what would what would it be yeah um, yeah because you because were you saying that like so how they did this cuties is I guess like each each category it's like you could be anywhere from zero to a hundred percent into it and so Louise were you saying you thought you would have more like zeros and more 100s or is that what you meant when you said like no. on either extreme or either side no just kind of saying like so the ones the questions that I did answer like don't don't agree with or disagree right mm-hmm. like I think ones that were like you know I want my partner to take full control or whatever I like mm-hmm. hardcore disagree um so then I'm not surprised when I see them as like the zero percent or the oh, sure, sure, sure. percentages sure, sure. um but yeah some of the other ones I thought it was interesting because I won't like I'm surprised that vanilla <laughs> or voyeur ranked so maybe voyeur ranked so high because I'm like I don't feel like I remember a lot of a lot of now now I'm like thinking about the the test instrument yes like, so because I feel like I saw a lot of questions around like submissiveness and dominance but maybe there's something in them that's also inherently tied to some of these like other things possibly because there definitely were some explicit like do you like to put a pacifier in your mouth and play like you're a baby. Oh, like yeah. there were some that no. were way more specific. And I was like, oh, well, this is so easy for me to answer. Absolutely right, right. Not. Nope. And I think me being like me outside of the boudoir, that's why I'm not surprised with some of these because some of the more, even though like I'm a switch and I can switch it up and do whatever, but some of the more extreme-ish um submissive roles are like at the bottom for me because like you said like mm. it's the the idea of someone like really having control over me like I don't I don't like that it, I don't like that conceptually I'm like maybe in practice I wouldn't like it but like just thinking about it and that's also the thing too right like we took the BDSM test at bdsmtest.org um not being I would say not being members of like the BDSM community right mm-hmm. and so I would wonder how our results might change if we were like active participants in the BDSM community you know what I mean like because I'm like oh I'm just saying I don't like this based off of like the descriptive words like based off of what I believe to know to be true about like you haven't experienced it but I haven't experienced it and so it was I know it was funny because I was in a conversation with some girls around here like it was like months ago. And I was like, what, what he's not going to do is choke me. And I literally thought everyone's going to be like, amen. And people were like, girl, have you tried it? <laughs> I was like, oh, uh-huh. No, I haven't. I have um, since let someone kind of sort of do it that I trusted. And I was like, 
uh, okay. But generally speaking, if I see hands coming towards the jugular, <laughs> like, no, yeah, no, move. Like, cause let me tell, they will try, but very few have succeeded. Actually, literally only one. Um, but anyway, yeah, this is fun. I think, you know, I am going to try. I, I, in this next decade of life, well, I guess this current decade, I'm, <laughs> um, in this current 30 decade of life, I would like to commit to my voyeurism identity as well as my exhibitionist identity. And I don't know exactly what that'll look like, but I do like in this next kind of like phase of life, I'm going to try more of that. Remember Darius was telling us about the, I think Darius it was, was telling us about the nude, was there a nude beach? Oh yeah. Oh, that's such a perfect example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I would say, yeah, like going to a nude beach. And I was like, I would love to go to. Oh, yes. Again, it's just. I feel like I would love to go with friends, right? Because I'm like, I just. These are my friends. Oh, you want to go by yourself? No, I mean, I don't know. Like, you want to go with like a partner? Yeah, I never kind of thought about that as a group activity. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, according to Cutie, Shatrice does not want to see me naked, is what she said. me naked but I mean oh my god yeah I didn't think about it as a group activity I was maybe kind of thinking alone (laughs) (laughs) so something to explore right maybe I'll try it by myself first yeah like invite other others on although we were gonna I was gonna have all of us get into a a go to a hamam if we would have made it on our trip last year that's basically a group bath so (laughs) yes I remember that I remember at that point being like oh my god would I do it and I was like well when well, in when in Morocco. When in Morocco, rock it out, honey. Um, but anywho, cuties, let us know if y'all take this test and what your results are, or if you are surprised by them, or if you have any funny stories, tales, fails, or details. Um, and in the meantime, in between time, keep it cute and court with confidence. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey courting cuties, thanks for listening to another episode of Courting in Color. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Court in Color. That's C-O-U-R-T-N-C-O-L-O-R. Or head on over to our website at courtingincolor.com. That's courtingincolor.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Court dismissed. Bye. Bye. Vogue. Vogue. Vogue.